It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Talking the team hailing from the mighty Waikato, it's Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. No far better looking than Ricardo Ball. Mind you, Ricardo Ball has great hair. I want Ricardo Ball's hair. Doesn't sound that good, does it, when you go Ricardo Ball's hair? Anyway, let's move on. We are talking Chiefs, man. We are talking the mighty Waikato, the Bay of Plenty, Taranaki, Ian Jones, man who played 79 tests for the All Blacks, is Mr. Mana himself. Evening, welcome. Yeah, kia ora, Mark. Kia ora, listeners. Don't forget the Swamp Foxes, the Teams Valley. They're, oh, of course, uh, they're on the mixer. The mighty Swamp Foxes. Two, of course. Back in the day, it was, uh, for, for those listeners, back in the day, it was Northland. North Harbour, jumped Auckland, um, and that's right. Counties. counties stayed with Auckland, yep, and then correct. counties Harbour back with Auckland. Counties went to the Chiefs. Yeah, Northland stayed with the Blues. Taranaki left the Hurricanes, and yep. the rest is history. That's right. Come, how much of a read can you get on your Chiefs side off the back of beating Moana Pacifica forty-five points to twelve? When you look at just the schedule Moana Pacifica have had, yeah, brutal for them, but job done for the Chiefs. That was the most important thing. Uh, what and for me, momentum in all sport. Uh, is really, really important. So they got momentum. They got the job done. Home advantage, home wins, also so important. They've dropped two this year to the Blues Crusaders, and that really is going to put pressure on them getting home advantage, semi-finals, finals. When you look, you have to look far ahead when you set your goals, of course. So that puts some heat on them there. So getting these home wins, ticking them off, getting some players out there, getting the job done, really important. So I was impressed by the weekend because... One of the things I said at the start of the season, which I had some concerns of, was our depth at hooker and halfback. I think at the course of this campaign, and certainly for the last month at halfback, those fears have been answered. Young Cortez Ratama been outstanding. Yeah, from Pew Pew. Yeah, yeah, been been brilliant. So happy there, absolutely happy there. And once more, he he, he ticked it off in the weekend. And Bradley Slater, of course. Uh, the hooker also had a great game, liked his energy around the paddock, so that also ticked those concerns off. Yeah, I want to run through that. So Ollie Norris, Slater, Ta'aval, uh, the likes of Josh Lord, Tupava'a, uh, Brown, Boshi. I like Caelan Bosher. I think there's just a nice little X factor about him. Really good to see Luke Jacobson back out there. I've got a lot of time for Luke Jacobson. When we head to Australia and you look at what we saw last year with the Australian teams, which wasn't a lot, is this Chiefs forward pack good enough to win the games against Australia up front. Do you beat these Australian teams through your forwards? Is that the advantage New Zealand has? Well, what are you don't just beat the Australian teams up front with the no, forwards. No, you but, I'm, any, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, any you, game of rugby is dominated by no, up front. No, look, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. I mean, you've got to win it up front. You know, you've got to earn the right to go wide. I get all of that. But do you? Can you beat the Australian teams by playing a ten-man game? Is what I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. I think you can. What? Well, why are we going to beat Australian teams with speed of ruck ball? Um, intensity for long periods of time. I think when you put any team under pressure for long periods, so hold the ball, 
uh, mistake-free, build pressure, build momentum, build uh, field position, etc., etc. That's how you're going to score points against the Australian teams in the most simplest forms, Watto. And it's, it, it's more complicated than this, but when, in my mindset, when you play an Australian team, you, you think they're public schoolboys. They're not, but you think they are. And so you just physically get into their space, so, so, get so into you think, their head. You're saying that you have this, you, the, 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 these private schoolboys, and therefore they're a little bit soft, a little bit of entitled, and then perhaps not. They haven't not blue collar. They haven't come from the other side of the tracks, and therefore they might just be physically, mentally a little bit weaker. Is that the perception you have? In my mind, absolutely. Yes, they're great, not like love that, it, and brilliant. you absolutely got to respect them for where they've come from and who they are. But in my mind, you absolutely have to go at these guys, um, block their space niggle, pull, do whatever you need to do to get over the gain line. Now, when you play the South Africans, on the flip side of that, well, you, you can't think like that. It's a totally different mindset. But that, to me, and, and the most simplistic forms is a mindset taking on the South Africans, uh, the, the Australians. They're really important, too, when in this, this, these, this week in Melbourne, the Chiefs are the first uh, team up, up against the Tars. And they, for me, have to set the absolute standard for all New Zealand teams that... Blow them off the park. Absolutely blow them off the park. You know, lay the foundation. We're coming at you guys. Full, absolute noise. Uh, who, when you look Bang. at... When you go through the forward pack and run through those names that I've just mentioned, who are the guys that set the tone early? Who are your enforcers? Who are your um, Robin Brooks, your Richard Lowe's? Luke Jacobson. Without without doubt, he is your, your big shoulder. Uh, personally, uh, this is only my personal preference, and I you know, don't haven't been around the Chiefs team enough to, to 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 be qualified in this. But personally, I think he needs to be a six. Uh, that's where I like him more. I think defensively, he can be quite intimidating. So who plays eight then? Because uh, that's always the question. Peter Gus has to play eight. Oh, brilliant! If, if yeah, he's of fit course, and of course. And how good's he been? Well, he's been brilliant up until the point when we took on the Blues at, at, at Hamilton and the Blues double teamed him, didn't allow him to get over the game line. Him. And we, the Chiefs didn't adapt quick enough. Uh, I think when you look at the season and the whole at, at the moment, up until this point of the competition, the one thing I think they need to work on really hard what is the adaptability into the game. They go into clearly with a mindset to how they want to play. And numbers 1 to 23 play exactly how they should play. They stay to structure and are very good. So Clearly very well coached. When things don't go quite according to plan or hell, the team comes at them a little bit differently than they assumed they were going to come, that adaptability, that change probably needs to come quicker. But who makes the change? I mean, there's water boys, they're all, not water boys, but you know, you've got all your medical guys, your water guys, they're all mic'd up to the coaches. Are the players not empowered now? Are our players not thinking football is enough? Is it, are there too many people holding their hand now? Because I, I noticed that sometimes in all black games, not during your era, but more later on, it came to half time for someone to change the game plan. Yeah, well, you look at that All Black team. I mean, is it, it, is, is it up to your first five? Is it up to Bryn Gatland? Absolutely, but if you look at that All Black team and the, the ability of Steve Hansen, Graham Henry, of course, those early years to, to change and to to talk through those changes were brilliant, weren't they? They were absolutely incredible. That's the All Blacks were talking about, a different team altogether. Yes, the messaging will come down from, from above because they have a different view, don't they, from the coaches box looking yeah. down. Onto the field, but you need to sense it and feel it as well. We talked about young Ratama, the young uh, number nine. Well, it was very hard for a young, young number nine, and look, he's making huge strides, no no problems. Very hard for him to then get, feel that, hey, we're, we're lacking numbers at the breakdown. You guys are losing your feet at the breakdown. Let's adjust to what we've done all week 
on the fly because it's a mental change, right? Uh, so nine, really important there. Sam Kane, really important there that he feels it, senses, and has the authority that, hey, we've got to change things up here. We actually got to go back to pick and drives or one-off runners, or we've got to change things up for a little while just to change the picture again. So the opposition, mm. who are assuming one thing, see another. Um, and, and really important that your, your tens, and they've got two young, very good young tens, but two young tens are very much in the Chiefs as well, who have a mindset playing one way. Uh, but that would be the only kind of, not criticism, but the only one thing that maybe the Chiefs could look at adaptability during the game. Yeah, what have you made of um, Bryn Gatlin halfway through the season? Have they settled on their 10 now? No, I don't think so, and I hope not um, as well. Bryn Gatlin is a quality footballer. He stands a little bit deeper than Joshuani. I think so Joshuani. You don't think he's the best guy? Uh, I, well, he's the best guy if Joshuani's not available. Um, and, and they have to pick a 10, and he is more than adequate as a 10. He's steered the team but in around. In perfect world, Joshuani's your well, guy. I think Joshuani's very good because we've seen him in the, in, in the play. He can threat. He's got a triple threat, right? Because Quintu Pai has been so brilliant at 12. And he, he, he questions the defence. And when they question the defence and try and double team or, or run off 10 to Quintu Pai at 12, Joshuani playing so flat has the ability and the speed to take it through those centre channels. When they take it through those centre channels, you change the defence. Then all of a sudden they have to backpedal a little bit. They have to change what they're trying to do. They're not rushing up quite as far and that gives space on the outside. So I think uh, both Gatlin and, and Joshuani are good players. I think they're different players. But I do like the combination of Joshuani 10, Quintupai 12, Nankerville because uh, Leonard oh, Brown's out at 13. Because, because once more, I get back, if, if they rush up on 12 and 13, Yuani playing so flat, has the ability to go. Now, look, if you're feeling a bit flat, a bit fluey, you need to get yourself um, medicine or you need to go and get yourself just products. Go and visit the Chemist Warehouse, okay? They're the supporters of uh, the Chiefs Mana, and they're very much the ones that are bringing this show to air, and we want you encouraged to support those people that support us so you can enjoy listening to the likes of Ian Jones. It is 18 minutes away from 8 o'clock. This is Chiefs Mana. We'll take a break and come back with more. Yes, it is 79 tests for the All Blacks. Uh, former Chiefs captain, the great Ian Jones in studio. This is Chiefs Mana. Uh, big games coming up this weekend in Australia. All games being played in Melbourne for sort of a super weekend of super rugby camo. Yeah, how bloody exciting would that be if but you're the Chiefs, a player? There's you a lot know. of pressure on the You guys are first up, uh, as yeah, you said. Got love to set the standard. It. Absolutely love it. Look, I mean, rugby you often do, and this is about repetition. Repetition is what you're good at things, right? What you need to do that, but rugby also needs, and for a player, also needs change. And, and this is a change for all the players to go to Melbourne for one weekend. All the teams in the one spot, all playing at the same kind of venue. Yep, Chiefs first up against the Tars. It's a great initiative, to be fair. Yeah, absolutely great initiative. Uh, if I was in that play on those shoes right now in the Chiefs camps, I'd be fired up about this weekend. I'd be fired up about being first out of the blocks. I'd be fired up about taking on a different team. The Waratahs are different than New Zealand sides. And I'd absolutely show them the level where New Zealand rugby's at, the speed that we can play at, the physicality that we can play at, the intensity for long periods of time that we can play at. And if you get the chance to bury them, you'd absolutely continue to bury them because every team's looking at you going, shit, the Chiefs have found mm. something here. Mm. And remember, we played the Reds the week after. And that, for me, absolutely 
I mean, we can't forget but, about but the White House, but that's a key oh, game. Yeah, and I think it's really important that you know you want to you want to come in against the Reds, having had some time in Australia, having adjusted to the little idiosyncrasies, having adjusted to the travel, nice lead in game. Because yes, I mean, you do think about the Waratahs historically, but I'm not. Sure. They're a very very young side at the moment. I think the Chiefs should get the job done. Um, but also, too, I think we've just got to that point where we're, we're, we as fans are actually over the local derbies now. Eh? It is just, this is going to be fresh. The players, as you mentioned, are going to be reinvigorated. Curious to see how the Australians go, because we have seen them, and you make your own perceptions, all that ruck ball looks a little bit slower. The hits um, aren't quite as big. The intensity's not quite as high. The turnover rate is a little bit higher. So you make these perceptions just looking at it on the TV. But as you know, what I'm watching you see on the video and doing your reviews when you meet these people face to face for the very first time, then you realise, gee, he is bigger mm. than I think. This guy is quicker than he looks on TV. His step is greater. So, all of those things really exciting to play the Australians. Uh, but on the flip side of that, you want them thinking the same about hey, you. Where's Chase Tiatia been hiding? How good is this guy? Is he just a flawed genius, is he? Well, he's not been hiding but, anywhere. I know, but man, that guy at times, he looks like, I hate to say, he looks like he carries a little bit of weight, but man, when he's when he's on, there well, is he is mercurial. He's got an X factor, that guy. All his weight must be in his smile, mate, because he plays a game with a yeah, smile. Yeah, but he does. He sort of remind, uh, uh, he reminds me of an Arthur Stone type player. And I love that he has the ability to pop up anywhere. And you oh. want people to be unexpected. You want X-Factor players to kind of read the game, sense where they need to be and be there. So you know, while they, spe- they pop up unexpectedly, they pop up where they need to be. Yeah. And Chase Tietier can read a game, understand a break's about to be made and bust his gut to get on the inside or outside of that, that break and finish it off. That's what I love about a player like Chase Tietier. He sort of, oh, there's almost a bit of a, Storm and Norman Berry at times about him. There is, though. I know. Mate, he's about two stone lighter I know, than the great no, recent piece, Storm hey, and Norman. Now, now, in terms of your winger, Sean Stevenson, Eteni Nainai Saturo, or do you play Jonah Lowe? I'm a big Jonah Lowe fan, eh? Well, I mean, I don't know the um, the, the injury update by a shooter, Sean Stevenson, but he was in crutches after the game. So let, let's hope. Okay, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, let's, let's hope he can recover. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, that status, but no, he he wants more very gifted footballer, Sean Stevenson, really good under the high ball, great kicking games, so territory is really important depending on what uh, the conditions are like. So no, I, I do like the mix. Uh, yeah, their back three's been very good. Yeah, at Tenny, no, no, so today he's been a bit of a slow burner, hasn't he? Because there was a big fight for some sevens to rugby, and clearly if you're a good sevens player, well, you'd like it, to think you can transfer that across. But we haven't quite seen but we're starting to see it. Ultimately, he's an athlete, isn't yep. he? He's an athlete that once more, the, the, the defence, the opposition have to question. And when the opposition are questioning defence, holding players uh, on the width for, for Nono's Turu, then you've got, got an opportunity. If people are double teaming one player, there has to be an opportunity for another player somewhere else, which is why people like Quintu Pai, Nackville, are so important at running hard straight lines like they are in the midfield, which opens up opportunities for either the 10, Joshua on the inside, or the wings on the outside. Yeah, I tell you what, Alex Nankerville being simply sensational, and we talked about him last week. I want to talk about your lock depth because Josh Lord clearly made the All Blacks last year. You've got Tupu Vaya also making the All Blacks last year. Uh, in the wings, though, Nataya Arkoi. Now, played for the Hurricanes previously. I just love the name Arkoi because they all went, I don't know if he's related to the Arkoys, but 
they went, you know, league boys went from my old school. But what do you what do you make of your yeah, depth? I, look, I haven't seen a lot of them prior to the start of this year, where I've been watching a lot more football, watching all the Chiefs games. Of course, I just love his energy. I love. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's the right word, energy. Yeah, I, I just love the way he gets about his work. He's playing a little bit tighter to the ruck, so he understands his game really well. Um, I think he's pretty explosive, so very good uh, in the line-out time if they ever have to use him. But no, I, I think we're really... I mean, Josh Lord's had, had a wonderful uh, campaign, really has. I like his ability to get over the game line, so he's a big man, right? So he often wins that collision, so if you tackle him, he's he's falling forward. When you're two metres, you're normally getting over the game line. Tupavai being really good. Had that flirted a little bit with six, but I think he looks more comfortable back uh, in the lock. Uh, position, Brody Retallick can't be a million miles away, maybe two uh, to three weeks, so it'll be great when the big fella uh, gets back in here. Uh, our core's been good as well. Warren Gatlin, what's he bringing to this Chiefs side? What, what, what's the influence of Gatlin Yeah, here? brilliant. So, so much. But, but what is it? Well, as a director of rugby, you, you're, you're looking from above, right? So you've got a really good oversight, and when you're the coach, what are you, you have so much on your plate uh, on the training field or on game day. There's, there's so much to do. You often miss the the recruitment. You miss the um, you know looking ahead two or three weeks, which you can't do. You only have to look in the now. But a director rugby can do all of that. They can do a lot of the little the one on one meetings that the coach doesn't always have time with the players. I think it's a sounding board uh, international coach of uh, high repute. So I think director rugby role, which is pretty foreign in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs have stolen the march here because I, uh, and been uh, brilliant. And I asked the question because in his first year when he was actually the Chiefs coach, it seemed that he was just so socialised into the Northern Hemisphere game and he sort of struggled with the way Super Rugby was played here. He struggled with the pace of the game and the Chiefs probably represented that when you looked at the points table. Um, two years on, you sort of feel that he's made that adjustment now back to, you know, bringing the strengths of the Northern Hemisphere clearly with him, but having now adjusted to the way we do play the game here? Yeah, I, I'm an absolutely huge supporter of Warren Gatlin. He's fantastic in that role. I think he brings so much experience. Mana, clearly, great sounding board for the coaching staff that they do here. Some overviews and, and, and input into the discussions. Clearly, it's Clayton McMillan's team, and he should, when they're on the tracksuit, um, on, on training day, should be running it. And as you can see that, as Stample over it, highly organised coach. Yeah, but a good McMillan. coach will always, is never afraid to ask to, a guy. To ask a question. Ask a question. Every yeah. coach still needs a coach. And as they? I keep talking about, director of rugby can have those conversations with recruitment, have those conversations with players who, who may have been left out of the match day 23 and kind of work on them where the, the coach is worrying about what he's doing and he has to worry about in the match day 23. I think this is a great role for a guy like Warren Gatlin. Um, we're seeing often the media going to the coach, Clayton McMillan. They're not going to the director of rugby. You see in the Northern Hemisphere, it's always the director of rugby, right? So it's a new concept for us fans and us media, but I absolutely think But you've got to have the personalities who are prepared to work in that hierarchy. Yeah, but I think other teams will follow in, in due course, have someone oversight. So it's brilliant that Gaddy's uh, there. Well, it'll be a great way to keep a lot of our IP here. Part of the reason why I think we lose a lot of play, uh, co- really good coaches overseas is because they can't see a pathway. Now, suddenly, if we can say, well, actually, there is a director of rugby role, yep. and that still is a stepping stone to being an all-black coach, there's a good salary here. We can keep more coaches in this country. We can, but it's been a great half hour. What have we got? A big two weeks coming up. We've got the Tars in Melbourne. That's key. I keep saying... The Reds is absolutely key. They're seven points ahead of us at the moment. I don't think we, we can't finish first and second, but we can finish third. 
home advantage in, in the playoffs and what happens from then. Who knows, but we're in the mixer. And check out the Chemist Warehouse. Okay, go to the Chemist Warehouse, supporting Chiefs, Mana, supporting the Chiefs. Go the Chiefs. Go the mighty Chiefs. I love the Chiefs. Go the Chiefs. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.